welcome back to the 49 away podcast it's your host jay sahoda and we have a schedule for the 2021 nfl season on today's episode i will break down the 49ers 2021 regular season schedule as the entire slate was released earlier in the week i will give my initial thoughts on the 49ers road back to the playoffs and we'll take an early look at each matchup as well And of course, don't forget to give the 49er way a follow on Instagram and Twitter for more 49ers news and analysis. What is going on, faithful? And welcome back to the 49er way podcast. And we have a schedule to break down as the 49ers 2021 regular season schedule was released earlier in the week along with the rest of of the NFL regular season schedule for the 2021 season. I know it's always a big day on the football calendar. NFL schedule release. Everyone always is really excited to know who their team is playing, when they're playing. Are there any tough stretches? Eastern time zone kickoffs for the West Coast teams. I got to go somewhere cold in December. How many primetime games are we getting? All of that stuff. A lot of people look at when the schedule comes out and I know for me when the 49ers schedule came out for this year a couple things that I look for obviously the the first one being this is the first time there's going to be 17 games as there is a week 18 added to the NFL schedule for this year there is not a second bye week so there is still only one bye week and I and I previously talked about that on on some previous episodes as well of how I wasn't very fond of that but it still kind of messes with my mind a little bit knowing that there's a week 18 now but I was definitely very interested to see where the 49ers bye week is because of the 18th game and that's something that I think is very important and I'm going to use this as an example here last year the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were sitting at 7-5, and five, and if I'm not mistaken, them and the Carolina Panthers had or were the two teams who had a bye week in Week 13. So they were the last two teams to have a bye week in, in last year's regular season. After that bye week in December for the Buccaneers, they didn't lose a game. They went all the way to the Super Bowl and they won it. So that's how, depending on where your bye week is, can make all the difference. And I know especially with the injuries the 49ers had to deal with last season, where their bye week is, is going to be a big deal for them. And I'll get to that in a little bit when we go through all the matchups here as well. Another thing, obviously, how many Eastern time zone kickoffs do the Niners have? They got to play a lot of teams on the Eastern time zone this year so we'll get to that in a bit as well how many primetime games will the Niners get awarded I wanted to really take a look at that as well because the 49ers were 6-10 and last year they weren't a great football team having said that I wanted to know will the NFL award the 49ers primetime a good amount of primetime games four or five primetime games because they do have a Super Bowl caliber roster right now so there's a lot of things that I really wanted to look at going into this schedule and when the 49ers schedule dropped a few initial thoughts kind of came out to me and the first thing is in terms of strength of schedule the 49ers are ranked 19th so overall they have a fairly easier schedule than they have over the past few years and I know even before the schedule dropped when I looked at the list of opponents I saw 
Chicago, Detroit, Jacksonville, Houston, Philadelphia, Atlanta, and I'm like, this is amazing. This is because the 49ers finished in last place last year. They're going to get a last place schedule. So you knew it was going to be a little bit easier, but I really like that. And with the team that we have, it really should not be a tough season ahead. However, there is a bit of a stretch that I think will be tough, and I'll get to that in a bit as well. And speaking of the bye week that I talked about just a few seconds ago, the 49ers bye week is in week six. I do not like that. I was really hoping that the Niners bye week would either be between week 10 and 14. A few teams have a bye week week 14. And like I mentioned, how Tampa Bay got a late bye week last year. It'll be very interesting to see if those teams who have a bye week in week 14, how that makes a difference in their seasons. But I'm pretty disappointed that the 49ers got a bye week in week 6. I think it's fairly early. And with the injuries that the 49ers have, their injury history, you know, it's. I do think the bye week will play a big factor there. As for primetime games, the 49ers were awarded 5 primetime games. They will play on Sunday Night Football 3 times. They will have one Monday Nighter at home and they will go on the road on Thursday night at Tennessee I like that. I'm really happy the NFL awarded the 49ers five primetime games. I think they looked at the team and they said, well, this is still a Super Bowl caliber team, even though they had a lot of injuries last year. I love that. Five early kickoffs. So they got five 1 p.m. kickoff games. I'm not exactly too fond of that. I do think the Niners should have had less. One of those Chicago or Jacksonville games should have been a 425 kickoff instead. I'm really disappointed that they got a 1 p.m. kickoff, but I don't think it will be too much of a big deal at all in the in the big span of things. Having said that, the 49ers will kick off the season with two road games at Detroit and at Philadelphia. You know, I, obviously in 2019, it was the exact same thing, and I'm not too upset about this. I think these are two fairly easy games and we'll get to those two games in just a bit as well but I'm not you know we had it in 2019 it wasn't really a big deal in 2019 having said that the week one Tampa Bay game was a late kickoff therefore I didn't think it was a big deal both of these games are early kickoffs so you know I'm not too fond of that but again these are two games the 49ers should win and then another interesting stat here the 49ers first two games of the season against Detroit and Philly are against first-time head coaches. Overall, throughout the season, the 49ers will face five new head coaches throughout the season. So that is something to kind of keep an eye on too. So those are a few things that I kind of looked at when the schedule first dropped. And of course, one other thing to add on as well, there are, the Niners will play two Eastern Time Zone games in December, which means there will be cold weather games. Don't love that either, but I think they'll be fine. So overall, when I looked at the Niners' schedule, I really didn't think this was, you know, a, a really tough schedule. I think if, if everyone stays healthy, and you know what? That's the annoying, crazy thing with the San Francisco 49ers and the Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch era. This is the fifth time I've looked at a schedule and, and, we, and we predict games and we get excited all these matchups. But it doesn't matter what the heck we predict and what and what we do because every single time I find myself talking about what what's the 49ers record going to be next year and, and how do you think they're going to do? It's all injury pending. That's the problem with this team is nothing's a guarantee because everyone is so damn injury prone and it, it's annoying because I can sit up here and be like, yeah, the 49ers are going to go 12-5 and five next year because that that is my prediction. If I had to make a prediction right now what the 49ers record is going to be. 
But the Niners have so much injury history that it really doesn't matter what we predict now. It's just, if it happens, it happens. Look at last year. Last year, we should have been in the playoffs sitting at 12-4 at and four or 13-3 and three, or even 11-5. and five. And the injuries derailed the entire season and we're 6-10. and 10. So it really doesn't matter what we predict right now and, and how this goes because everything is injury pending. So having said that, let's get into the schedule and we will start with the day that everyone looks forward to most, week one of the preseason. Of course, I'm joking. Everyone looks forward to week one of the regular season. No one really cares about the preseason, you know. There will be three preseason games this year with the 18th added regular season game, which is good. Week one, the 49ers will host the Kansas City Chiefs at Levi's Stadium. Not going to matter. I can't imagine a lot of starters will play, if not any of these three games at all. I just don't think it makes a lot of sense. Having said that, this year's preseason, I think, is going to be a little more interesting than any other because we should expect to see a lot of Trey Lance. For that reason, I feel like a lot of us are going to want to tune in because Trey Lance hasn't played at all in 2020. So he's fresh. He needs some reps. So I could see Kyle Shanahan giving him a lot of reps in preseason. So I think all of us 49er fans are going to be really tuned into preseason this year a little more than usual because Trey Lance should get a lot of reps. The Niners will host the Chiefs week one. They will go at the Chargers week two and then host the Raiders and renew that preseason rivalry that they didn't get last year. Those are the three preseason games. Again, nobody really cares because it's preseason. So on to the good stuff. The regular season. Week 1, as I mentioned, the 49ers are heading to Detroit to take on the Detroit Lions in Week 1. And I read an article the other day saying that this could possibly be a trap game. Because when teams have a new head coach, sometimes they are a lot better than usual. Okay, I I kind of understand that. I've seen that in the past where a new coach comes in and and they they play hard for them Week 1 and they get a win. I don't think that's going to be the case in this one. And I'll I'll say this for two reasons. One, the 49ers are going to want to come out firing on all cylinders. This is a team that a lot of these guys have not played in over a year, right? Garoppolo hasn't played in a lot of time. Nick Bosa hasn't played in a lot of time. You know, there are so many, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, all the, George Kittle even. I know he played the last two games of the season, but he still has a lot of football in him that he didn't get to last year. There was a lot of injuries last year, and the Niners are going to want to come out, and they're going to want to, you know, I would not be surprised if this game turns into an absolute blowout. And on top of that, Jared Goff, he's a very familiar foe. The 49ers have faced him with his years in LA. He is the quarterback of the Detroit Lions, of course, with the Stafford Goff trade with the Rams and the Lions. I don't think this should be a problem. If Jimmy Garoppolo starts, Jared Goff has never beaten Jimmy Garoppolo. He's 0-4. I don't think this is going to be much of a competition. It could be. I think if this was the Matt Stafford-led Detroit Lions, I would say yes. I could see Trap Game written all over it, but it's not. I think this is going to be a blowout, and there will be no biting kneecaps in this game whatsoever so sorry Dan Campbell you'll have to wait till week two for that but I can't see that being anything week two at Philadelphia another 1 p.m kickoff same as week one I really don't think this will be much of a competition Jalen Hurts I love Jalen Hurts I've loved him at Oklahoma loved him in Alabama great ball player but I think 
he is going to have a really, really tough task taking on this 49ers defense. I think the Niners start out the year 2-0. and oh. Having said that, the 49ers have not beaten the Eagles since 2014. But I don't. I think that changes this year. I just I cannot see this Philadelphia Eagles team. I think if they had Doug Peterson at head coach a lot like last year, they would have been scrappy with a new coach. Don't really know what to expect. I like the Niners starting out 2-0. Week 3. The 49ers will host the Green Bay Packers on Sunday night football at Levi Stadium. And the thing that I think not just myself, but every 49er fan looked at when they saw this game was, we're back. And what I mean by we're back, I mean not the 49ers are back. I mean us, the faithful, are back. The faithful will make their debut at Levi Stadium for the first time since the NFC Championship game against the same Green Bay Packers at Levi Stadium. That was the last time we had fans in Levi Stadium. And this, obviously, if everything goes to plan, the faithful will be back in the stadium, in the stands. And I can't wait for that. Primetime 49ers, Packers, it doesn't get any better than that. And I just can't wait. I know the players are going to be so hyped because it... Not just the 49ers players. Every team, and I think every single team in every sports league, it has played an impact. And I got to say, and I'm not going to try and take too much time here because we've got to get through the, the, the entire schedule here. But I will say this, not having fans in the stadium, and we all knew this was going to happen, made a drastic difference in the energy level and I know that these athletes are pros and they're professionals and they gotta do what they gotta do to play hard for their team and you know get their bag and all that but not having fans in the stadium makes a ridiculous difference the 49ers were playing in Arizona last year I can't look at State Farm Stadium the same Every time I look at that stadium, I just think about 2020 and I think about the 49ers losing to Washington in an ugly 23-15 game and Mullins is getting mauled by Jonathan Allen and Chase Young and Chase Young's taking a touch, uh, fumble return for touchdown and, and you, you get the whole spiel. It's, a, it's, it's, it's not a nice thing to think about. So there's that. If the Niners were playing at home, I think it's a different story. Maybe we still lose because... Nick Mullins will still be the quarterback without any disrespect to him. But the Niners still would have had their injury issues. But that's a story for another day. But having the fans in the stadium is such a huge... It, it just, it just, made, it's just It's a huge factor that the 49ers missed out last year. And really every team in every league missed out on last year. And everyone that has fans back now... I mean, I can't explain how much of a difference it's going to make and... And, and it's going to be really interesting to see that going forward. But man, I can't wait to see the faithful back in the stadium. The players are going to be fired up. The big question mark in this game is, will Aaron Rodgers be a Green Bay Packer by week three of the NFL season? I think so. If he does, this will be a tough matchup. But I think the Niners will get it done. If Rodgers is not, and this is the Jordan Love show we're going to be seeing on Sunday Night Football... I think we're going to kill them just as much as we did when Aaron Rodgers was quarterback. So I really don't think there'll be much of a difference. Looking at the 49ers Packers last four matchups dating back to 2018 with Jimmy Garoppolo. The 49ers won 37-8 and 37-20. Without Jimmy Garoppolo, the 49ers got crushed 34-17 when everybody was on the COVID list. 
And then, of course, in 2018, they lost a nail-biter 33-30 to with C.J. Beathard starting at quarterback. So you kind of see the trend here. If Jimmy Garoppolo starts this game, I think we're in good hands. But guess what? If, if Trey Lance starts this game, I like our odds too. So I like the Niners starting out the year 3-0. and But that Green Bay, if Rodgers is there, don't get me wrong, going to be a tough matchup. Week 4. The 49ers will host the Seattle Seahawks. This is when the party starts. This is when I really think. And I know Green Bay, they're the one seed last year. They're a great test. I'm not taking anything away from them. But I think this is the first real test for the 49ers on the schedule. We got Seattle coming in. We've only beaten the Seahawks twice in like the last eight, nine years. This is a big game here. At home, you got Seattle at home early. Again, you got the fans back in the stadium. And the, the 49ers have not played Seattle this early in a season since 2017 in Week 2. So this is this is a big game here. And, and I think the Niners can really set the tone. Because if you lose to Seattle, you know, and then you got Arizona Week 5. And, you know, that, that's tough. You, you want to get a good start in the division. And when this being the first divisional game, I would hope the Niners can squeeze out a win here. But I'm going to say... If I had to make a prediction, I'm not going to make any, you know, crazy predictions, you know, game by game. But I could see a loss coming in this game. I could see it. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I could see it. The matchup to watch in that game, Jason Verrett against DK Metcalf. Great matchup. This is a big game here. And a, and really, I think can, to get that first win in the division is going to make all the difference. Week 5 at Arizona. So we're going back to Arizona. The stadium that we all love. State Farm Stadium. Love it. This game is another one that I think is going to be a tough matchup. The, the new look Cardinals, our first time facing guys, you know, J.J. Watt, Malcolm Butler, Rodney Hudson, all the, all the newbies in Arizona. I think the Niners will live. I think they'll be fine in this game. Having said that you're on the road in Arizona, I think it'll be a little bit tougher than the second one. The Niners are 3-1 and one against Arizona over the past two years. I think this will be a tough game. The matchup to watch J.J. Watt versus Trent Williams that should be a great matchup. I think this will be a very interesting game here. But this is another one where I could see a loss coming. But I think we can also get a win there too. But weeks 4 and 5, I would watch out. Those are two tough games straight out of the gate. I think the first three, I could see us going 3-0. and But weeks 4 and 5 are going to be tough. At home against Seattle, then at Arizona. And then we have our bye week. Coming off the bye week. The 49ers will host the Indianapolis Colts on Sunday Night Football again. Of course, the big headliner here, DeForest Buckner's homecoming. All love for Defoe. Honestly, I just don't think I can ever hate on Defoe. Obviously, in this game, I'm going to hope Trent Williams shuts him down. I hope he does not get through Lakin Tomlinson and Alex Mack and Mike McGlinchey and those boys and Aaron Banks if he's starting in this game. Good luck to Defoe, honestly. But when I look at this game, and not just myself, but a lot of people when you look at this game, Indianapolis has one of the best offensive lines in football, and they got a pretty damn good defensive line too. And not just Defoe, but everyone else on that D-line is really, really good. You look at the 49ers with the addition of Alex Mack and, and bringing back Trent Williams, and also with Aaron Banks from the draft. The Niners' old line's looking really good too, and our D-line's a little revamped and looking really good too. So you have this game's going to be really, really good in the trenches. So you got two really good offensive lines, two really good defensive lines, and two extremely injury-prone quarterbacks. This game is going to come down to who gets to the quarterback first. This is a very interesting game. I'm looking forward to it. Indianapolis is a very good team. 
I don't think a lot of people give them as much credit as they should. But I think they're a team to watch if Carson Wentz can get it together. The 49ers, now here's a fun stat. Yeah, well, not a fun stat for us. But 49ers have not beaten the Indianapolis Colts in 20 years. The last time the Niners beat the Colts was in 2001. The last time they played was in 2017. The Niners lost in overtime in Indianapolis. Also, the 49ers are 0-2 against Carson Wentz. Unfortunately, the first time they played them, Carson Wentz had his MVP year with Frank Reich. Second time last year, an ugly game on Sunday night. This time around, I think will be a tough game. But again, if we're healthy, which it seems like the sentence we say every year in the offseason, if we're healthy, we'll be very good. But I think this might be one of the best games on the 49ers schedule all around. I think the Indianapolis Colts are a really, really good team that deserve a little more love. And I think, if again, if the Niners are in good shape that game, they're not missing any key guys, this will be a really good game. This is a tough one. I don't know. I can. I feel like this might be a loss in this game, but it could well be a win as well. And let's hope the Niners can, be, can break that ugly 20-year streak. Week 8. The 49ers are headed to Soldier Field to take on the Chicago Bears. If Jimmy Garoppolo starts, he will make his homecoming to his hometown in Chicago. Of course, he made his 49er debut in Chicago where the 49ers won that game 15-14. to Or will it be Jimmy Garoppolo's homecoming? Or is this going to be Trey Lance versus Justin Fields? That is another headliner that I think Fox is really hoping that that's going to be the matchup. Either way... I think it will be a decent matchup. I don't think it will be a great one. I think the Bears will be a tough out in this game. But I think the 49ers should be able to win. And and if just Justin Fields, I definitely think, should be the quarterback by then. If Justin Fields is not the quarterback by week 8, I don't really know what to say. Then I think it's an easy win. Andy Dalton, I don't care if he beat us last year in Dallas. We had a depleted team we were trotting out there. Hopefully this time will be a different story. So if it's Andy Dalton, it's definitely a slap. But if it's Justin Fields out there... It'll be a tough game. I don't know. But the matchup to watch in that game, Trent Williams against Khalil Mack. That is an elite matchup. And I'll get to some more about Trent Williams because he has some tough matchups this year. Week 8 at Chicago, I think it'll be a tough game. But I think the Niners will come out with a win. Week 9 home to Arizona, round 2. The Niners have got to at least win one of these two games. At the bare minimum, you got to win one of two. I really think you got to win at least one. of. The, if they, we can sweep the Cardinals, that'd be amazing. That'd be Awesome. I'm thinking if the Niners can get the four and two on the year within the division, amazing. So the Niners got to, I, I do think they'll end up winning this game. I think they'll probably drop the first game, but I think they'll take the second. There's some good matchups in this one. You got Fred Warner against Kyler Murray. I think it's a great matchup. Buddha Baker against George Kittle is always a fun one. Jason Fred against DeAndre Hopkins, always a great one as well. So week nine, home to Arizona, 425 kickoff should be a good one. Also, I think I forgot to mention the times. Week eight at Chicago, that's an early kickoff, 1 p.m. on Fox. I said week seven, Indianapolis was Sunday night football. I think I got the rest there. Week four against Seattle, 4.05 p.m. Eastern time. at, And then week five at Arizona, 4.25 Eastern time. Week 10. So week nine, they host Arizona. Week 10, this is the game I'm most looking forward to. This is the game when I looked at the entire schedule, I was like, Green Bay, that's going to be a fun one. Home opener, primetime, fans are back, you know. I'm looking forward to that one. Week 4 in Seattle caught my eye a little bit. But Week 10 against the Rams, 
on Monday Night Football at Levi's Stadium. This just got me... Like, when I looked at this, I'm like, this is the game I am looking forward to next season. Monday Night, Levi's Stadium. The faithful are back in the building on Monday night. Kyle Shanahan taking on Sean McVay. Always a fun one. Matt Stafford against Jimmy Garoppolo or Trey Lance. I don't care who starts. This is just going to be an entertaining game all around. The 49ers, of course, we know, passed on Matthew Stafford earlier in the offseason. They didn't want to give up a ton to get him. The Rams ended up doing that. The 49ers ended up sacrificing the future for Trey Lance instead. However, they're going to go with Jimmy Garoppolo currently, of course, by week 10. Who knows who will be our starter at that point, right? I'm assuming it will be Jimmy Garoppolo, but you never know what's going to happen. There are a lot of storylines in this game. And here's the thing that I like about playing the Rams in week 10 for the first time. We don't play them again until the end of the season. But our first matchup's in week 10. Nine games would have gone past by now. So we will know what the Rams are. Right now, we don't know what they are. We don't know how big of an impact Matthew Stafford is actually going to make. I think he's going to do really well in that offense. I just think it's it's hard to not do well. Jared Goff, even with him not playing good, the Rams still went 10-6. and six. So that's what I... And even the year before that, the Rams weren't very good and they went 9-7. and seven. So it's very hard to even play bad. It's not like you, you would have to screw it up really bad to make the Sean McVay-led Rams do really poorly because that hasn't happened as of yet. So I think Matthew Stafford's going to do well there. The question is, how well? A lot of people say that ceiling for the Rams is Super Bowl caliber. But guess what? The 49ers team this year, our ceiling, is Super Bowl caliber. These are two teams, I think the best two teams in the NFC West. I can't wait for this matchup. The Niners have swept them two years in a row. We're 4-0. If Garoppolo starts this game, he has never lost to Sean McVay and the Rams. And following up on that stat, the 49ers are unbeaten with Jimmy Garoppolo at the helm. Since Sean McVay has taken over, he has only beaten the 49ers when the 49ers have started Brian Hoyer, CJ Beathard, or Nick Mullins. So there you go. There you go. And I, I love that. And I think Sean McVay... An amazing head coach. I think he's a really great head coach. But I think he's a tad bit overrated. But I could go on all day about that. I think the Niners are going to win on Monday night. But I think that's going to be a crazy game. Cannot wait for that one. That's the game I'm most excited for. Week 11 at Jacksonville. Not much to look forward to here. You know, again, we'll know a lot about what the Urban Meyer-led Jaguars are with Trevor Lawrence by then. Week 11. 49ers D versus Trevor Lawrence. I think there'll be a cool matchup. Nick Bosa against Trevor Lawrence and all that. That should be a win. That's also a 1 p.m. Eastern time kickoff at Jacksonville. Week 12, home to Minnesota, 425 Eastern time kickoff. So a rematch of the 2019 divisional playoff game. I think this should be a win. The Vikings aren't great, but they're good. The Vikings are a really strange team. I think they could be as good as like 10 and 7 and make the playoffs, or they could be as bad as being 6 and 11 and outside on the outside looking in. So the Vikings are a really strange team, but they got a lot of talent, and there's a lot of great matchups in this game. I'm really excited to see how our secondary does against Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson, and also how the 49ers front 7 does against Dalvin Cook. 
That's also another great match. Dalvin Cook is just an absolute beast. And the way that the Niners were able to handle him in the divisional playoffs two years ago was exceptional. So that's an interesting matchup in that game to see how the 49ers front seven does against Dalvin Cook. But I think that's a win there too. Week 13. This is probably the second or third game I'm most looking forward to. Sunday night at Seattle, 8.20 Eastern Time on NBC. The third Sunday night game of the year. Primetime at Seattle. This, for us 49er fans, we know this all too well. Anytime the 49ers head to the Pacific Northwest in primetime, it is either an instant classic or an absolute disaster. It is one of the two things, and I have facts to back it up. The 49ers' last four primetime games at Seattle. 2012, Colin Kaepernick's first start against the Seahawks. We got trounced, annihilated, smoked. Any were any term you want to use to describe that game. It was it was a disaster. 42-13, Seattle cruised to win that game. And uh, no, they did not win the division. They won the division the year after. 2013. The Seahawks beat us on Sunday night 29-3. Absolute disaster again. Then they met in the NFC Championship game. Instant classic. The Seahawks won that game. The Richard Sherman tip game and all that. Again, instant classic. A game that will go down in history. Then they meet on Sunday Night Football in 2019 for the NFC West Division title. And that's the Dre Greenlaw stop at the goal line. Instant classic. So you see what I mean here? Primetime in Seattle could go two ways. It's either a game for the ages or it's a game to forget that we never want to see again in ever again. So it could go two ways. But same thing as with Arizona and the Rams. You got to at least split at the bare minimum. No sweeps to stay alive. Russell Wilson versus Nick Bosa is my matchup to watch in that game. I think we split with Seattle. I don't know which one we get and we don't, but Seattle is a bit, for some reason, we just cannot sweep them. I don't know what it is. Or not them. It's Russell Wilson. We can't sweep Russell Wilson for some reason because we could sweep the Seahawks before Russell Wilson got there. Maybe this is the year. Every year I pray that it is, but it never is. So I'm going to say we split with the Seahawks. Week 14 at the Bengals. Yeah, 1 p.m. kickoff in December. Cold weather. Joe Burrow, the the talented Bengals. Yeah, I don't think that's going to be much of a much of a problem. There's a win right there as well. Week 15, home to Atlanta, 405 Eastern kickoff. This is anytime we play the Falcons, and I know it's not all the time. It only really happened in 2019. That was just a weird game. And then ironically, this year we played the Falcons, week 15 at Levi Stadium. I'll say this with the Atlanta Falcons. I know they got Arthur Smith and, you know, who I don't really know what to expect a lot. You know, he's a pretty decent offensive coordinator at Tennessee. So we'll see what he does. But if Matt Ryan and Julio Jones are suiting up in this game and are in an Atlanta Falcon uniform by week 15, which is very up in the air by that point, this is going to be a, I, I would honestly call this another trap game. You look at this team, you got Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, Kyle Pitts, Hayden Hurst, Mike Davis. I think they said Mike Davis is the running back. The Atlanta Falcons are loaded. Their defense is a, is a absolute disaster. But their offense is locked and loaded. 
This won't be an easy game for the 49ers if Matt Ryan and Julio if Matt, if Matt Ryan and Julio Jones are traded and the Falcons are like, you know, 2 and 8 by midseason and they trade him away, I would say this game should be a win. But anytime we play the Falcons and it's late in the year like 2019, the Niners were on a roll up until that game and Julio Jones decided to just embarrass the crap out of Emmanuel Mosley in that game. And I think Akella Witherspoon got roasted a few times as well. It was it was brutal. But the Falcons, the Falcons came out, they played hard, and they won. So as long as Matt Ryan and Julio Jones are in a Falcon uniform by that game, which again, is very unknown by that point, very 50-50. But I would keep my eye on that game. Now, if that's a trap game, the Niners follow that up with another trap game. Week 16 at Tennessee... On Thursday night football. This I also think is a late year trap game. You're going on the East Coast. Possibly going to be another cold weather game. But the thing here. And I say this while this is a trap game. The Titans are incredibly hot and cold. One week. The Titans are steamrolling their opponent by 30 points. And then the next week. They're trailing 31-7. to And putting together like a 28 point comeback. The Titans are extremely hot and cold and you don't know what you're going to get. So I think the Niners have to be ready for anything. But I'll tell you one thing guaranteed that you got to be that you have to be ready for. Anytime you play the Tennessee Titans and I think everyone knows exactly where I'm going with this. Ryan Tannehill. I mean, he is an incredible dual th- I'm joking. Derrick Henry. Absolutely Derrick Henry and I cannot wait for this matchup. Derrick Henry is in my opinion, the best running back in all of football. The guy is just a beast. And I don't, and I would say he probably popped off more of 2018, 2019. So the last time the Niners played the Titans, when Marcus Mariota was quarterback and Jimmy G had the late game heroics, and I think that's when we all just fell in love with Jimmy Garoppolo, Derrick Henry, you know, didn't really pop off at that point. Now, Derrick Henry, we know him as King Henry, the best running back in football, just an absolute beast, future Hall of Famer for what he's done. The guy's insane. He's Two years, the last two years have been MV caliber type football for Derrick Henry. I cannot wait to watch Nick Bosa, Samson Abicam, Eric Armstead, and, and those boys go up against Derrick Henry. That is an incredible, Fred Warner and Dre Greenland. Our front seven against Derrick Henry, must watch TV. Cannot wait for that game. That's another good one I, I got late in the season, but also a trap game because you never know what kind of version of the Titans you're going to get. Week 17, home to Houston. Home finale, 4.05 Eastern Time on CBS. I'm not even going to bother talking about this game. This is a win-win, capital W-I-N with an exclamation point. And if we lose to Houston, yeah, I got nothing because it's probably not going to happen. But anyways, that's a win. Week 18, finish off the year at Los Angeles against the Rams again, hoping to split. But we've swept in the last years. I know Sean McVay really, really, really. It, it's probably, it probably makes Sean McVay burn inside that he hasn't been able to beat Kyle Shanahan the last two years. Because theoretically, Week 12, yeah, they should have beaten us. I'm not going to lie. They should have beaten us. But, oh well, Jared Goff, you know, turned the ball over like almost every possession. I think it was like four or five times. And, you know, we ended up, we ended up winning the game. Nick Mullins did just enough to, to win that game. But this game could go two ways. This game could either be for the division title on Sunday night, or it could be kind of more of a generic game where the the Niners are kind of fighting for seeding, or the Rams are fighting for seeding, and it's, you know, kind of whatever. But my hope for this game is this is Trey Lance's debut. 
week 18, we clinch the division or clinch a wild card, whatever it is, we're locked into a spot. Throw Trey Lance in there. Let him have a regular season start under his belt against Aaron Donald if he plays in that game. Who knows? Maybe the Rams are clinched and they want to rest him as well. And some of those guys... Either way, the Rams are always a good defense you're putting forward. Raheem Morris is a great defensive coordinator. That's a really, a divisional game as well. That is a really good first game for Trey Lance. So that's what I'm ideally hoping is everything's locked up in week 18 is Trey Lance's debut as a 49er. And man, can I just say since I'm, since I'm on the topic of Trey Lance, man, he looks really good in those 49ers colors. I know he had a rookie, rookies reported to to rookie camp the other day man oh man Trey Lance it just looks like red and gold just fits him perfectly to a T so that's the 49ers schedule I really do think I think the first two games Detroit Philly pretty easy games Green Bay will be a tough one but I think we'll be able to pull that one out week four Seattle and Arizona week four and five that will be a tough those will be tough two games I think Indy week seven is a really tough game week eight against Chicago same thing so I really think week 3 through 10 are going to be tough games. They are going to be tough games. Green Bay, Seattle, Arizona, Indy, Chicago, Arizona, and then the Rams. That's not an easy stretch. But then from week 11-18, you got Jacksonville, easy game. Minnesota, hot and cold. Seattle, that's a tough one. Cincy, easy. Atlanta, I say trap game, but could be an easy game. Tennessee, hot and cold. Houston, easy. Los Angeles, week 18. I'm going to say Niners 12-5. and five. That's my record right now. Not making any predictions on wins and losses because, you know, in my opinion, predictions are kind of useless. It is what it is. You know, we can predict games all we want, but, you know, it really doesn't matter. It all comes down to, again, if the 49ers are even healthy, predictions mean nothing. So I'm looking forward to this. Week 10 against the Rams. Cannot wait for that. Week 13 at Seattle. Cannot wait for that game. Week 3 against Green Bay. Week 16 at Tennessee. Those four primetime games. I cannot wait for that one. But... Go and give us a like and a comment on Instagram, on the schedule post. Let us know which games you are looking forward to for the 49ers 2021 season. But that'll do it for this episode of recapping the NFL schedule for the 49ers. Hopefully, this is the road that the Niners will have to get back to the postseason. They will end the regular season at SoFi Stadium. But I think we're all hoping the 49ers end their actual season in SoFi Stadium in February. Not the regular season, but the entire road ends in SoFi Stadium and not the regular season with Super Bowl 56. Cannot wait for that. Looking forward to this season. And don't forget to give the 49 away a follow on Instagram and Twitter for more 49ers news and analysis. But that'll do it from this week's episode of the 49er Podcast. Keep it locked. We've got a lot more episodes coming your way throughout the rest of the off season. that'll do it for this week's episode of the 49 away podcast keep a luck we got a lot more content coming your way throughout the rest of the off season and of course don't forget to give us a follow on instagram and twitter for more 49ers news and analysis